Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The retrial for rapper YNW Melly now set for October. We discuss how the trial of his co-conspirator might complicate things. Welcome to Law & Crime Sidebar Podcast. I'm Anjanette Levy. It's been a week since the judge in YNW Melly's double murder case declared a mistrial. Jamel Demons faces the possibility of the death penalty if convicted of the 2018 murders of his two friends and fellow rappers, Chris Thomas Jr. and Anthony Williams. They went by YNW Juvie and YNW Sack Chaser. Jurors deliberated for a little more than 16 hours before telling Judge Murphy they were indeed deadlocked a second time. Friday morning, Melly was back in court for a status hearing. Judge Murphy wanted to set a trial date, and there were hints from Melly's lawyer that a shakeup in the defense team might be in the works. I expect that uh, by the end of the day that I will be on the team again. Right now, jury selection in Melly's retrial is scheduled for October 2nd, the same day as Cortland Henry's trial. The cases had been severed since Melly faces the death penalty as a possible punishment and Henry does not. So we don't know yet if they will indeed be tried together. Well, we can't try them together because they're seeking death on part one. And they're not seeking death on the other one. And Judge Siegel... Uh, indicated that he was not going to do dual juries. Joining me to discuss the latest in the YNW Melly murder case is Dave Ehrenberg. He is the state attorney for Palm Beach County, and he's with us to discuss uh, everything we know about this and what happened in the status hearing. Dave, welcome back to Sidebar. Thanks for coming on. It's great to be back with you. Thanks for having me. One thing that I find confounding about this hearing today was the fact that Assistant State Attorney Christine Bradley suggested to the judge that they try this case on October 2nd at the same time uh, that the trial for Cortland Henry, the co-conspirator, will be held. And she suggested trying them together with dual juries. The defense objected to that, and that's because this case or these two cases Henry and Demons had already been severed by another judge because Demons is facing the possibility of the death penalty and Cortland Henry is not. So talk to me a little bit about how that would work and why that's likely not going to happen. As long as the prosecution is seeking the death penalty, I think the judge will sever the trials just like they did for the first trial. The tie always seems to go to the defendant. So anything that jeopardizes a defendant's Sixth Amendment right to a fair trial will make a judge go ahead and rule for the defendant's motion. And so I think it will be severed. Now, there are a couple of reasons why maybe it won't. Number one, perhaps the prosecution will take the death penalty off the table. If they did, 
then there is no issue here and you can try them together. It is to the benefit of the state to try them together. It just more efficient. It, you don't have to do things again and again, uh, do it all at once. And also you get a better chance of having them incriminate each other uh, during the trial. Uh, it benefits the defense to sever it. That way they can point the finger at each other and get away with it. So this is what's going on. But I don't think it should be automatically severed because the state is seeking the death penalty for Melly because it's only the penalty phase of the trial that would be different, not the guilt phase. The guilt phase is the same. They're both capital crimes. You're seeking the death penalty on one, not the other, but that goes into the second part of the trial. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The penalty phase only if Melly is found guilty. So you're telling me it is actually possible to have... 12 jurors for two different defendants, 24 jurors plus alternates sitting in on the next trial, possibly if it's not severed. You could have uh, two different trials, two different sets of juries. Uh, in one, you could have two separate trials altogether. I think it is a possibility, although I think it's unlikely that the prosecution can get one trial consolidated for both of them. And I think that would be a, a just solution here, especially because look, the prosecution puts a lot of energy and time into this and you're gonna have them do it now once, twice, three times. And if it's more hung juries, it's over and over again to get justice. And I thought the evidence was pretty overwhelming. So of course the prosecutor, maybe I'm a little biased, but gosh, I just want there to be justice. And it's painful for the families to have to endure these endless delays. It's like they're being victimized a second time. So dropping the death penalty from Demons's case, do you see that as a possibility? Do you think the state attorney would consider doing that? Yes, I do think it's a possibility. It would solve a lot of problems. I think it would pretty much ensure the cases could be tried together. And I think you could uh, perhaps convict Melly more easily. I think whenever it's a possibility of a death penalty, there may be some jurors who just balk. Apparently, according to reports, it was one juror here, at least one who said pretty much from the beginning of deliberations that she was not going to convict him. And she was giving uh, the prosecution the stink eye for the, <laughs> throughout the uh, trial, according to reports. Now, whether that's true, uh, but in the end, it was a hung jury. And at least one juror held out and the jury didn't deliberate too long before they went to the judge and said, we can't come to an agreement. So I think it probably does show that at least one juror was saying, uh-uh, I'm not going along with this. We heard the reports of the stink eye too, the one juror. So 
And it did seem very early that they were reporting that they were deadlocked for such a lengthy trial after, you know, six hours or so of deliberation to come out and say you're deadlocked after all of that testimony and all of that time. That seemed rather early to me. Yeah, that does tell you that there's a juror with his or her arms crossed saying, you're never going to convince me. That's when you go to a judge said, hey, we're stuck. (laughs) It doesn't usually happen within the first six hours, but it looks like it happened then. So, Dave, what do you see going forward in this case? I mean. There were witnesses in this case who they could not get to testify. There are witnesses who have warrants out for their arrest because they are not responding to subpoenas. Is anything going to change? I mean, there is this whole no snitch culture in the urban community. And really, it doesn't matter if you're in an urban area or not. I mean, but it's more prevalent. We see it more. It's more prevalent in these urban area shootings rather than things going out on uh, going on in rural areas. There's more fear uh, of retaliation. So, what do you think is going to happen? Well, I think when you're talking about uh, the uh, culture in the rap community and the gangster rap community, where uh, yeah, the snitches get stitches and, and rapping about murder, which Melly did—that was his first big hit—is rewarded, and you try to get street cred by being either uh, someone who's been charged with a crime or or someone who was a victim of a of a drive by and so you know he had clear motive according to the prosecution uh, because of his ties not just in the rap community but ties to the gangs uh, and so there was motive there and also there apparently was a financial motive according to the evidence there was a beef amongst the parties and so to get a a jury of his peers, 12 of them to unanimously agree is is tough, especially because prosecutors have to get it beyond a reasonable doubt. And you don't have a murder weapon here and you have a high profile celebrity defendant. So, yeah, all it takes is one jury and you've got a hung jury and you had that here. But do you think the state's going to change its case at all? Could you see that? Because some because some of this got a little bit it was almost like a little too much, like the gang expert with going through all the texts and all of that and the, and the blood and the, the brazy lady and all of this stuff. Do you think it just got to be a little too much? Yeah. We prosecutors like to learn from jury verdicts and I've had cases where we've had hung juries and we have changed our strategy, realizing that we need to do something different and you will see something different, perhaps a more streamlined case. I think they had enough evidence, but sometimes if you put on too much evidence, it becomes cumulative and it becomes confusing for the jury and they start to lose interest. And so I think you should focus on the fact that the shots came from within the car. Melly is shown getting in the car from the left rear side and the shots in the head of the victims came from the left side, not to mention the DNA and phone calls and a confession, a Snapchat confession. I did that. I know the defense saying, well, it could mean a lot of things. I don't know. I did that pretty much means that he killed them to me. Well, we shall see what the next jury determines. Dave Ehrenberg, state attorney for Palm Beach County. Thank you so much for coming on to talk with us. We uh, really appreciate it. Thank you. That's it for this edition of Law & Crime Sidebar Podcast. You can listen to and download Sidebar on Apple, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always watch it on Law & Crime's YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. I'm Anjanette Levy, and we will see you next time.